Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 110 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Razgrees, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And Buck, a lot of these stories are just downright depressing this week. They really are. <laughs> there's, there's like no like strikingly funny stories. They're all just bad. Well, I, I I got nothing to say, man. I mean, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Well, we're going to start with NBCNews.com. Dolphin stranded on Texas beach dies after crowd tries to ride the animal. A dolphin stranded on a Texas beach died after a crowd of people harassed the animal and tried to ride it. The female dolphin washed up on Quentin Beach Sunday evening and was reportedly pushed back to the sea while beachgoers tried to swim with it and ride the sick animal. She ultimately uh, she was ultimately stranded and she was further harassed by a crowd of people on the beach where she later died after rescuers could arrive on the scene. Harassers standing... Uh, Harassing stranded sea animals causes stress and can also be dangerous for people who interact with them, but it is also illegal, rescuers uh, said in this post. Violating the Marine Animal Protection Act can lead to civil penalties up to $11,000 and up to a year in prison. If a live dolphin or whale stranded in Texas, please do not push the animal back to sea. Do not attempt to swim or interact with them. Do not crowd them, the Texas Marine Mammal Stranded Stranding Network said. Ultimately, a person at the beach called Quentin County uh, Park for Beach, Quentin Beach County Park, that's weird, uh, for assistance. The park called the incident a tragedy. What the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. That is just atrocious. Now, now the whole concept of where they're saying don't, don't like push it back in the water. I don't really, you know, that would not be the first thing that popped into my head. My first thought was, oh, crap, there's a dolphin. Oh, crap, it's alive. Okay, what? it it doesn't belong here. Uh, You know, I'd get another dude or something, pick its butt up, take it back out in the water, and let it go. Um, I I don't understand the concept of, uh, like, trying to swim with it and ride it and stuff afterwards. It's obviously distressed. Put it back in the water. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. I, I just, yeah, I, you don't, you don't need to mess with it, man. Like it's already having a bad enough day. Yeah. It's now, already having a bad enough day. Yeah, the, yeah now, now the, you the, know, the, the rescue group saying you shouldn't put it back in the water, not something that would have occurred to me, but okay. They know better than I do because they do it all the time, you know, but it, you know, you know, my wife called the other day and said, "Hey, um, the wiener dog brought a uh, brought a rabbit up to the door. <laughs> what do I do with it? Uh, I'll be home." The rabbit was fine. You know, he was just did what rabbits do and not moving. He's like, "Just leave me alone. Leave me alone." So you know, we kind of corralled it into a corner and put a cage up until nightfall. Let that night, we let it go. You know, we don't need to do anything else. Animals don't really need our help all that much. They animals a dolphin's gonna dolphin a rabbit's gonna rabbit and a shark's gonna shark buck (laughs) indeed a shark will shark so what what do we what do we score the consensus here man like where do we go with this man i I, I, you know know, when you harass an animal to death 
You get a five. Thank Screw you, sir. You. I'll co-sign that, man. Mm-hmm. Screw you and everything about you. God dang. Our next story comes from Casino.org. <laughs> yes, there is a there is a website, Casino.org. Uh, outdoor sex near the Strat lands Grandpa to tear part of a victim's ear. That just is a story that that's a headline to scream social liability podcast, does it not? A man remained in jail this week after he allegedly tore off of a piece of a woman's ear. The injury occurred during an alleged forced sex outdoors at the Las Vegas Strip near the Strat Hotel, Casino, and Skypod. Okay, well, suddenly, suddenly it's lost its appeal. Uh, Samuel Gurry Jr., 45, of Salem, Oregon, was celebrating the birth of a grandchild when the assault took place early Tuesday morning. Yeah, he is charged with sexual result, assault resulting in substantial bodily harm, kidnapping, and battery. During a court appearance later this week, Las Vegas Judge Holly uh, Stobsky set Grease bail at a half million dollars. He was in custody as of Friday in the Clark County Detention Center. If convicted, he could face many years in prison. The victim told police that she and Greer met at an identified location in Las Vegas. She later accompanied him to an adjacent, the area adjacent to a bus stop near the Strat. She told police he seemed nice, but she wasn't interested in any sexual acts, according to a report from KLAS. However, at one point, the victim performed a sex act on Greer, according to KLAS. The incident was captured on a nearby surveillance camera because, you know, Las Vegas. Uh, during the incident, Greer allegedly hit and punched the victim in the face, according to the police reports. Several passersby reported seeing Greer hit the victim. Uh, Metro police were notified about the attack by an employee at the Strat. The, empl- the, the worker called police at 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday. Greer was not staying at the Strat. Uh, police did not say at which hotel he was staying. Police said he later told them he could not remember the incident. Prior to the incident, last September, a man from the uh, jumped from the Strat Casino. Well, that's that's irrelevant. We're not going to talk about this. We're just going to go on about the Strat. I don't think so. So let's 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 deep dive this, Buck. Uh, Grandpa was in casino, was in the was in Sin City, experiencing some sin, and he hooked up with her, saying at an undisclosed location. So I, I'm going to say that it was someplace where maybe we shouldn't have been or perhaps it was a place that would um, make the victim possibly seem like less of a victim uh i yeah perhaps per, that that's a good assertion to make yeah um you know I, i'm not saying this is what did happen i'm saying what this screams to me the way this is written is dude hooked up with a stripper that's kind of what I'm saying too, and not 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 bashing anybody's occupation. Just that's no. what this looks like. Is stripping dude, dude, stripping's perfectly to... stripping's perfectly legal, and I've met some awesome strippers in my time. Um, but you know, whatever you know, it's just, it's a job. They're doing their job. Whatever. It's, I don't have anything against it. Hell, I, right. I, so, I don't even have a dude, hell, I don't even have a hell of a lot against hookers as long as they're clean. But I digress. Um. You know, punching somebody in the face. I mean, what what constitutes that? Nothing. I mean, that that's the answer. Nothing. Nothing constitutes that. Um, especially when you're in the uh, 
when a sex act is being performed, you know, unless that's what you're into mm-hmm. and you're both consenting and everything. But in this particular instance, I dare say it was not. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't seem like the uh, consent was was in the factor here, or else it wouldn't have escalated so far as to the courts. So, dude hooks up with the stripper, starts getting himself blowjay. Allegedly. Okay, so dude allegedly, well, he's soliciting something from somebody, from this female. Okay. And during the act, you know, we'll assume he's getting himself a blowjay and and starts punching the girl in the face. I mean, it could have been the Cleveland steamer. We don't know. Yeah, you know what? Guy's freaky. (laughs) Uh, obviously but so wow why did this why did the article seem to point out that he was a grandpa is that relevant or is that just shock factor in your opinion i think just shock factor because he was so allegedly in las vegas celebrating the birth of a grandchild okay okay i think it's just so they could say grandpa i agree I don't think it had anything to do with him celebrating the birth of a grandchild. I, I think that was a, a little bit of a poetic, you know, license there. Right. So what, but, do, you, what, um, do, you, what do you want to store Gramps? Uh, I'm going to give him a four. Indeed, I can co-sign. All right, Buck, we're back with a story from trappolitics.com. A teacher was arrested for blasting music during a test, then caused an uproar when he was escorted out of the school. A Florida teacher was arrested after allegedly playing loud music to disrupt students taking a Florida standardized uh, assessment. Martin Reese, a teacher at Creekside Middle School, refused to turn off the music and allegedly caused a massive disturbance while being escorted to the principal's office. Reese had only worked at the school for three weeks. As Reese was escorted to the principal's office, he allegedly caused an uproar, resulting in the school being placed in lockdown. Albert said that the chaos erupted on campus and the school goes into lockdown. It's never good. Reese explained that he planned to play loud music and when other teachers intervened, he refused to turn it down. Reese admitted he had spent the previous night, quote, smoking a lot of weed, end quote. Police eventually escorted him out of his classroom and he started a new stream to record the police interview before getting arrested. Uh, currently, Reese is out of jail after posting a $1,000 bond. Why? So, okay, I just want to point something out real quick. I smoked a lot of weed before this freaking podcast, and you don't see me flying off the freaking handle. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 man. I'm not even going to put... I'm not even going to put a finer point on it, man. I'm a solid 7 out of 10 stoned right now. And I don't feel like flipping the fucking table over. I don't feel like doing anything except for maybe taking a sip of water and and possibly another hit off my pipe once the podcast is over. I, I certainly don't feel like causing a ruckus. I certainly, like, let's not blame it. Like See, I, I legit, you know, I legit gave dude, Buck a warning as to when we're going to start recording so he can get his pregame on. <laughs> yes, it's the only that's, way I can get him to talk. We, if if he doesn't, he doesn't talk. So it's like we figured that out very early on in the podcast that you know, yeah, you do you, you record better when you're high. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like episode twelve that we figured that out. Like, come on, man! Like this is you can't 
use weed as your defense. You can't do that. Nobody's buying that shit anymore. Stop selling it, man. You should have just said, should have just said, yeah, man. You know, I'm uh, a dumbass. Yeah, yeah, like you just fall on your own sword. You don't pick a hill to die on. You know, I personally was greeted this morning by four of the most fantastic pharmaceutical strippers on the planet. I had I had the caffeine sisters, Miss, you know, Coca and Cafe. They came to the party. They joined me by, you know, their sexy exotic friend, Miss Amphetamine. And then uh and then, you know, had had a little marijuana to 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 calm the party down before we recorded. You don't see me flying off the handle. Come on, man. You don't get to do that. That's not okay. What was And then he's going to blame it on the weed. Like, what, come on. I, what was the what was the idea? Like I'm going to blare music during a standardized test. To what benefit? <laughs> right. I mean, what point are you trying to prove, man? And like what kind of music was he blaring? Like they didn't even say that. They're gonna they're gonna baby go into the fact that shark do 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 baby shark do do yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so what what are we gonna give this idiot man? I I I I'm I have a very a very strong like numerical value of four screaming at me. I mean like he's just fucking with kids and creating a scene. Yeah, see, I don't. It, it normally would be a three, but the fact that it caused a school to go on lockdown, which you know, doesn't admittedly take that much. But the fact that you're just distressing children in school, uh, that just pisses me off. So yeah, I'll co-sign the four. Our next story comes from cbsnews.com. Pilots get really violent threats after online rumors wrongly pin devastating floods on cloud seeding. Oh my Lord. This happened in (laughs) Sydney, Australia. An Australian aviation company says it received more than 100 threats following an online conspiracy theory that its pilots unleashed a flooding disaster by cloud seeding. Conspiracy theorists spread the false claims on social media after weeks of torrential rains led to a daily East Coast, I'm sorry, deadly East Coast floods over the past two months, engulfing homes and sweeping cars from the roads. Posts allegedly shared on, uh, uh, yeah. Post shared online alleged aerial survey pilots from the Handel Aviation caused a second deluge in the flood-ravaged north-south Wales town of Lismore on March 31st by cloud seeding, dispersing a subst- I'm sorry, dispersing a substance into the clouds to prompt rain. A pilot from Handel Aviation in a Cessna 210N Centurion did a breakfast time cloud seeding run over Lismore South and Balian today while sightseeing the massive flood below. One widely shared post reads The flight path of the Handel Aviation aircraft crisscrossed over flooded areas was also shared online by Australian fashion designer Alice McCall alongside claims that it was dropping chemicals to, quote, activate rain. Handel Aviation offer Mark Handel told AFP on uh, Thursday that the company does not seed clouds. The flight uh, was collecting images for aerial maps providing to the Australian mapping company Nearmap, he said. Handel Aviation operates aerial photography aircraft only. Our recent flights over flooded areas of uh, NSW and QLD are in response to the floods. Uh, Nearmap confirmed AFP 
to AFP that the photos taken by Handle Aviation were commissioned to map disaster-affected areas for insurers and emergency services. The aerial captures are commissioned after major weather catastrophes and natural disasters, including the recent uh, East Coast flooding. Uh, the claims circulating online led to more than 100 threats being sent to Handle Aviation, despite explaining that the purpose of the flights uh, on the contact page of the company's website. We had really violent, threatening stuff coming through, like we have the pilots' names, we know where you live, we're gonna, you're gonna pay for this kind of stuff. Uh, Handel said that, ta- that, uh, that he tasked the operations manager, Anthony Burko, with responding to each email and calling people uh, who provided their phone numbers. Some of those he contacted were surprised or angry, uh, Burko said, but others were distressed, telling the experienced pilot they had lost everything during the floods and thought the company was responsible. They needed a shoulder to cry on and to hear their story. They basically lost everything, and then someone uh, here said that here's your answer. You know, uh, despite the online claims, cloud seeding is not responsible for any of the East Coast floods. Uh, a professor who leads the at uh, Mon- Monash University team studying clouds and precipitation said that the practice is not conduct- conducted in the Northern Rivers region and cannot cause flooding. Cloud seeding is not that effective. People who do it are under do it under only very special circumstances. So I can understand people needing someone to blame. They're angry. They need to blame somebody. That's, that's normal. It happens all the time. It's not exactly rational and it's not right, but that is human nature. Uh, we, we fail to realize sometimes things just happen. Um, but really, social media is really, it's going to be the downfall of civilization at this point. It really is. Some ass clown just goes online and says, oh, it's this company. Look, their they're, they're plane went back and forth over the area, so it must have been them. And then they, they, they create a theory around a, a nugget of information. And then they spread it online and it says, well, I read it on Facebook, so it must be true. It's just, yeah. it's just horrible. Now, social media is has already taken its toll on modern communication. I can't, can't see, can't see communication being the only thing that social media really ruins. So you are, you are absolutely right, man. You know, I don't, I don't particularly feel the need to score anything on this particular, uh, particular story though you know i'm not familiar enough with cloud seeding and it certainly doesn't sound like it could have even you know been close to a culprit according to you know some people i mean do you do you agree with that i mean like it's it's this is this is just a it's not i mean the idea of controlling the weather has been something we've you know played with since the 70s probably the 60s even um and, and the idea of seeding the clouds in order to, to initiate a reaction, it can only be done in a very, very specific circumstance. And it's just like the, like the professor said at the end of the article, it's not that effective. It, we've had results. We've been able to, to prove that we have results, but they're not anything that's even worth the time to, to go through doing. And, and to have the exact right conditions for it to occur, 
it is just something that's, you know, it, it's just not feasible. So, you know, it, the idea that someone's going to go up there and just drop a chemical in the cloud and then flood an entire region. I think the question you have to ask yourself, if, if anytime you're looking at one of these conspiracy theories is what's the benefit I mean, it, it, this is not, uh, you know, some some comic book or movie where the supervillain is just, you know, uh, uh, why are you doing this? For chaos! No. Why? You're only going to, you know, a company's only going to do something if it's if it's beneficial to that company. So what was, what, what would their benefit be to flooding a region? Seriously, what would the benefit right. be? The fact that they get to go up and take some more pictures? I mean, seriously, come on. Like... You know, a picture may be worth a thousand words, but how much money could it really be valued at? You know, we're not going to flood an entire region and destroy everybody's everything just for some pictures. Like, right. and and again, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to to bash on on the folks who are who are pointing the finger because, like you said, you know, sometimes things happen and people need to have someone to blame. They need to find fault and culpability somewhere because they could they just. They can't accept the reality that really it just happened. You know, it's, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not willing to score anybody on this one. No, I think we'll just leave it at that. And that's going to bring us to the end of another episode, folks. And just want to remind everybody to do that thing you do at the end of all, all videos or podcasts you hear, like subscribe and tell a friend. And with that all being said, we hope you all have an enjoyable week. I am the Razgrees. He is the Buck, wishing you all a happy and safe week.